0: Hi and welcome to Oxano Bytes. Before we begin, a small insight into Oxano. We are a venture capital firm focused on investing in growth stage businesses. With a sector agnostic investment approach, we have a deep skin in the game and strive to drive growth in our portfolio companies while increasing our investors' wealth. We aim to enable and empower an entrepreneur's vision into reality in our episode today of oxano bites we have mr amol sharma founder of pet sutra in conversation with mr Brijesh Tamudaran, founding partner at oxano capital
1: so for all of you you know who don't know amol so uh, and uh, let me introduce amol so amol is the co-founder of pet sutra and it's a pleasure for you know me personally uh, to you know on behalf of oxano capital to have this you know chat with amol uh, Amol has a background and MBA, you know from XLRI. Absolutely. And you know worked in the FMCG space big time. So though we are talking about the pet space and lot of action, activity, news, buzz, hiring, all happening, you know in this space. But Amol has been in this space for quite some time. And. Uh, so uh, so that is the background very small background because i think the work of amol you know which what he has done till now and what he will do going forward will speak along with this team so to all our you know audience investors prospects you know and the team and, and the the ecosystem in play you know amol thank you for for being here for this you know no pleasure you know, my pleasure really about space and also know about you know you know pet sutra as such uh, so let me start with a, with a. so before you, we dive into the business model of pet know let's talk about its creator, you know, as I said, you know, coming from a background of strategic planning and business development within the FMCG industry, you know, what made you venture into the pet care industry when pet care was not what it is today?
0: So, I mean, uh definitely pet care when I had started off in 2016, uh, wasn't, you know, the, the, the fastest growing sector probably, but it was a personal, uh, you know, uh, a personal desire to do something for pets because of my uh, previous experience. And, uh, I think the biggest learning I got, I must thank, uh, DuPont where I was working very closely with the animal nutrition team and, uh, you know, could realize that nutrition is probably one of the most, single biggest element uh, which impacts the life of pets, or for that matter, any human being, any animal, companion animal, or it could be, you know, even the dairies. Um, and, you know, at Pet Sutra, uh, it was, we created this so that we could give out products which are apt according to, uh, you know, the nutritional lifestyle and behavioral needs. And uh, Rajesh, at that point of time, there were quite a few companies which were talking about, you know, how to make make your pet look good on the outside. Uh, What I believe is if we can make the pet consume stuff, which is good on the inside, and the inside is taken care of, the health is taken care of, uh, a lot of things such as the medicalization bills, poor health, uh, you know, early mortality, these things can be avoided and, That was the motivation because really wanted, you know, the mistakes I'd seen we guys, our relatives uh, had made when, you know, uh, the families were bringing our pets, uh, those should not be made because essentially um, uh, what we, you know, what Indian pet parents did and, you know, people like us did was we kept on giving uh, home-cooked food, home-cooked food with, uh, you know, absolutely uh, low on nutrition because the requirement that pets have is really different and uh, yeah that was the biggest motivation that you know how can we make pet parenting easy how can we ensure that the mistakes we've made are not made again okay so if you say you know from
1: 2015 where yeah. around 100% of the pet market only consisted of you know of food to now almost little over 30 percent of market share been taken up by accessories healthcare verticals you know you're talking about you know having nutrition you know having wet, having wellness you know, you know which is equivalent to what we as humans have it has seen a transformational change what has catalyzed this market evolution
0: i think uh, uh, one of the most important things that has happened is uh, uh, pet parents in general have changed. So you have more millennials who are pet parents and uh, much more well-informed. And uh, globally, there was a trend of this humanization of pet experience where uh, pet parents wanted to choose products which uh, you know, were either organic, natural, uh, eco-friendly, or for that matter, when it comes to grooming, paraben-free, sulfate-free, because the entire concept at least in the Western nations, in the developed world was, you know, I'll choose the best for my pet just as I would choose for my kid. And uh, that trend has, you know, quickly, um, you know, uh, moved into India as well. And with uh, the the demographic shift that we've seen in the last 10 years where, um, you know, nuclear families, uh, you have, uh, you know, people who have a single kid and want to have a companion for their child. So all that is, you know, it's really accelerated the growth of the market. And uh, I guess uh, it is further going to get accelerated because uh, the concept has changed from pet ownership to pet parenting. And that's a very big difference because, uh, you know, it's not about the pet just being a part of the household. Now the pet is an integral part of the family. And that emotion is something that is triggering this entire, you know, uh, growth in the sector. And I think uh, immediately if I look at the last 18 months, COVID has also played a major role in, uh, you know, giving a jump shift to the sector because pets have become uh, a brilliant uh, bond. They've they've created a brilliant bonding between family members. And, you know, in in the strife and in the um, in the you know depression that COVID was causing in a work from home environment also, pets have really, really uh, been a source of joy for the entire family. And uh, I mean, we don't have the exact numbers, but the number of adoptions that went up during COVID is spectacular. It's like at least about five X of what normally we would have seen. And I think that's really the reason why, and I believe that when you know, uh, COVID is gonna get over, and we hope it does get over. People start going to their schools. When kids are going to go to their schools, uh, you might see an even bigger shift, you know, in more number of adoptions, because then it's going to be like, oh, uh, these kids have pets. These kids don't have pets. And the ones who have pets will have more stories around that because there'll be more fun. So I think the this, this sector is really going to, um, you know, for the next 10 to 15 years in India, I clearly believe we're going to see, you know, upper, uh, you know, double-digit growths out here.
1: So, carrying on from the earlier question, from pet owners to pet parents, customer expectations and experiences have ballooned up. So how does the Pet Sutra team ensure to improve customer experiences through its product offerings?
0: And, you know, from the channel perspective which you are. So, yeah, currently, um, see, so, Pet parents now have started taking cognizance of the fact that, uh, you know, there are needs which their breeds have. So you need products which are tailor-made according to age, breed, gender. And therefore, the better the assortment on the platform, the better it is definitely going to be. uh, Because uh, one of the key challenges that uh, pet parents do face in traditional trade uh, is that, you know, the lack of assortment because uh, typically retail in India in the pet care industry has uh, been uh, very fragmented and also the store size has been a bit small to take care of a lot of assortment. So that is one of the key things. But more importantly, uh, it's not only product discovery which has been a challenge, it's been information discovery. And that's where Pet Sutra comes into the picture because um, our style of selling is consultative, which means that when a pet parent calls a pet sutra and uh, talks to our customer care, they are trained and equipped enough to tell the pet parent about you know whether the product is alright or good enough for uh, the pet at that particular time or you know during that life stage. And uh, we don't believe in unnecessarily trying to upsell a product if it is not required. So for example, if it is the case of treats um i've seen a lot of places you know in uh, retail uh, you know when it's a newborn pup they would say oh why don't you take the street along and uh, you know why don't you give it to your pup you'll celebrate with it etc now there's a time when you have to give treats treats are not required when a pup is two months old and probably that is where you know you've got to be very very careful uh, that you know at the cost of doing revenue or you know growing the business we don't want to be selling uh, or you know uh, unethically selling products which are not required so i mean that's the first thing the second is the delivery experience or the the you know the tracking experience that a customer gets so we believe you know uh, e-commerce is extremely you know i mean it's the last mile delivery that makes a huge impact and while we work with third party you know logistics providers uh, we have a dedicated team which ensures where, you know, uh, the product is tracked and in case of any delays, the pet parent is informed in advance so that there is no anxiety. Because if you can mitigate that anxiety, that is, you know, the the secret of getting a better customer experience. And I can tell you by numbers, our return rates are actually less than 1%. So sometimes in e-commerce, people think of return rates being, you know, Thirty uh, percent in the case of apparel, or maybe in other categories, five or six percent. So, I mean, we're already very happy with the return rates because, um, in fact, that clearly shows that when people are purchasing on Pet Sutra, it's an informed purchase. And I'm also very happy with the the, the repeat rates we get because, um, you know, sixty five percent of our pet parents uh, uh, come back and purchase, you know, at least more than once every six months um so we don't believe in that life cycle of a year because uh, uh, accordingly the churn for us is very less but uh, what we really want is that you know people uh, should start trusting the platform more and sometimes numbers are the best testimonial to you know whether people trust the platform
1: so you know from my personal experience i do recollect when the pandemic you know wave 1 was there you know you were all over you and your team were all over delivering so that the, the, the pets don't miss what they have or had and the parents don't miss, you know, I think that was a, that was a, that was a task which in where you, know, you, uh, you know, actually drove in your car, took permissions, you know, so that is something which uh, I, I think India. So other part is that which I'm again, you know, from, so let's say today you don't call, a, you know, don't call it dog or Labrador, you say, you know, either you say Jennifer or Peter or say, you know, and then, so how does your, you know, uh, do you have, or your customer team, you know, calls up the pet parents and says, you know, you know uh, and say, you know, let's say Jenny is missing or Jenny's,
0: you know, is due. Do you have something of that sort? or we do, we do, but I mean, so in, um, so out of the, um, the pet parents who have like transacted on the website, uh, close to 20% of the pets, we do have the names. And so when we are making a call to those pet parents, we definitely know already about uh, uh, the pets, uh, you know, information. And that is pretty important because uh, the conversation then becomes, a, you know, a tad bit more intelligent because uh, it's it's also about the fact that, you know, the person speaking from our end understands what the requirement of that pet parent would be. And uh, obviously, I mean, see, at the end of the day, uh, everybody who's working in Pet Sutra is, uh, is you know, a pet lover. In fact, I must tell you a story. Uh, we've just got a new pet in our office. His name is Rocky, and Rocky's story is very interesting. Um, um, so, uh, someone called us up and said that you know, you know what, um, I found this pet in DLF uh, Cyber City. And uh, it seems like a mix of a Dachshund and an Indie, And uh, I don't know what to do with it. So we knew this person, it's actually, so me and a couple of folks, Devam and Chahat, we went and we said, okay, let's have a look. And this, this pet was absolutely, uh, you know, it was scared. It was probably a two month old puppy, really scared, lost his mom and stuff like that. And, uh, yeah, we, he's in office ever since. It's been five days now. And uh, it's it's great fun playing in office with him. And like, you know, Rocky is the star in our office right now. So the point is, everybody genuinely is a pet lover. So even our customer care when they're speaking to pet parents, it's, it's all about the happiness and, uh, you know, automatically the personalization happens. So it's a natural instinct. You know, the the next time you speak to the pet parent, you know, okay, okay, uh, uh, Christopher, you know, whatever, how's your pet doing and stuff. That makes a lot of difference. So now, so the new generation
1: of consumers or pet parents demand an ecosystem that enables them to be better pet parents, right? so how does you know the pet Sutra platform enable them to build such an ecosystem and know what is all this is
0: all about so um, i mean i totally agree with you and uh, the biggest thing is you know while the category is very emotion led uh, you know what we definitely believe in you know the next 6 months to 12 months for us is all about how can we you know educate in a very interesting way pet parents So, in fact, um, um, in the next 15-odd days, uh, as you can see, there is the logo which is getting changed. And that's not the current logo for our website. Um, There are quite a few initiatives that we are going to drive, which is to, uh, you know, help pet parents curate their own uh, nutrition for their pets. And uh, as part of that, we're launching, you know, we, we believe the entire nutrition game is about maths. So, match with emotion is what we're going to drive. Uh, where we're going to help pet parents understand better uh, what protein, what essential amino acids, what essential fatty acids are extremely important for their pet at what life stage. And we uh, believe that if we can get this nutrition bit correct at this stage, where pet parents get involved in you know creating the food for their pets, uh, you know something like a do-it-yourself in the long run, that would be you know. A good testament to whether we've been successful or not, and information is going to be absolutely key. So seasoned pet parents who have a lot of experience can, you know, uh, help the younger pet parents and uh, not only do stuff around uh, nutrition, but also do stuff which creates social impact in their communities, such as taking care of strays around them. So it's it's like we want to create this learning experience where. Uh, You know, right from pre-adoption to when a pet is put down at old age, uh, we can help the pet parent go through, um, you know, starting from pre-adoption where uh, you have a dilemma as to what is to be, uh, you know, what is to be, uh, what pet should you adopt according to your demographics and sociographics and uh, right till the end where how do you cope with grief? Uh, when the pet is put down, so that's where we want to be involved in the entire journey via information and connection.
1: So healthcare is becoming, you know, is one of becoming the USP in, in this space. So you also talk about creating customized, you, know, you know, diets, you know, and nutritional supplements. So, so is it really? Is it actually something which is? A reality, you know, or a fad, or you say this is going to create a huge, you know, impact and marketplace, you know, from the current, you know, from the current you know, options, which are available in terms of food, which is there for the pets per se.
0: So, i would put it like this, that, uh, you know, there are various households, which are various buying patterns and behavior. And... Uh, oh. Uh, there are two, there are two issues, essentially. Uh, The most important one being that um, a lot of pet parents believe still that their home cooked food is adequate, you know, their vegetarian home cooked food is adequate for their pets. Um, That's a myth, it is not adequate. The second point is there are lots of people who haven't adopted pet food because of probably it being a tad bit expensive. Now, In either case, it's the pet that suffers in terms of, you know, poor nutrition. So the importance is what can we do which can make uh, the cost of pet parenting slightly lower while ensuring that adequate nutrition is provided, uh, you know, to uh, uh, the pets. And yes, in the next six months to 12 months, we are going to um, pardon the use of the word unleash, but yes, we are going to unleash a lot of India-centric innovation uh, where we know that there are huge gaps in the market in terms of providing uh, the right nutrition solution. And these gaps predominantly are there because India in the global scheme of things is a small pet care market. So therefore, there has never been any local innovation you know, tailor-made according to the needs of the Indian demographics. And uh, considering the fact that home-cooked food is really big in India, considering the fact that still about 30% of the country is vegetarian, considering the fact that even non-vegetarian consumption of food in India is pretty limited, uh, I'm afraid I won't be able to tell you the solution right now, but uh, probably you would see it in the next uh, one month. And from there onwards, in the next... uh, Uh, You know, for the next 12 months, you'll see a lot of innovation coming out from uh, the stable of Pet Sutra, which is going to cater to, um, you know, the pets which are there in India, um, you know, the temperature conditions in India, and uh, the nutritional gaps that exist. So slowly and steadily, we have an objective of launching at least about 100 odd products, uh, which would take care of various breeds. And various uh, life stage requirements, and that is where we believe, um, you know, just like uh, uh, my former company PepsiCo, where I started my career, where Pepsi and Coke, you know, changed the game in the carbonated soft drinks market by making it affordable with a five rupee bottle. Uh, that's what we are going to do in the pet care industry in India. So you are
1: openly challenging the competition to say, you know so having said that and talking about unleashing you know on 26th of august you did something crazy marketing and uh, and how did that create a buzz you know in the marketplace or ecosystem
0: yeah so i mean it was international dogs day and uh, um so we, we we generally felt that you know it's a very important thing that we should uh, try to celebrate it with our parents, uh, but it's interesting. I mean, uh, without naming competition, uh, there are certain uh, you know players in the market now which uh, have recently got some funding, and uh, it was very interesting that uh, uh, in a category which is not deeply discounted, um, you know, um, it's an interesting fact that you know some some folks have started giving disproportionate amount of discounts. So it took us just about a couple of hours to decide that okay, um, you know, if that's the way you know the game is to be played, let's have some fun on International Talks Day, where you know we give a proposition which was unbelievable, where people could choose up to seven products uh, at just you know, and you know at just under rupees ninety nine, and uh, it was crazy because uh, our servers, you <laughs> know were like absolutely tested. And uh, I won't tell you the numbers, but uh, it's like, I can't, I mean, reveal them publicly, but it was amazing to see uh, the variety and the depth of products. And I think that day itself, we acquired more number of new customers in a single day than uh, the entire month put together. Uh, So it was interesting. It was also a very good, uh, not only a customer acquisition, a pet parent acquisition strategy, but I guess what really helped us was uh, a lot of those customers already in the last 20 uh, odd days have come back for their repeat purchase because it was a deal too good for them to believe. Uh, so I think uh, one of the interesting things is I am, I am I think, blessed with a very, very uh, solid team in terms of, you know, being very, very quick to execution and, uh, um yeah the idea is how can we give better value to the pet parents at any point of time
1: so taking off from there talk about competition you know it is booming you know in the booming industry rising competition more pets more adoption you know opening up of the you know economy of of the offices going forward would also be a true testament of you know whether the you know the pets would continue to be in be a part or you will find you will find they being need to have more adoption homes but that is for a different day and different time uh, having said that how is pet sutra positioned or positioning itself to be different from its you know competitors both who are existing and and also the the new age ones who have who are coming in
0: so bridges till now I'd say we've just created this marketplace which you know has products which are suitable And this is existing products from, let's say, other brands which are suitable for pets of all ages, sizes, and breeds. Uh, But with the experience we now have over the past five years, uh, our differentiation is definitely going to be, you know, around three aspects. Uh, The first is going to be India-centric innovation, where, you know, I mean, some things out of that are a no-brainer that we have to reduce the cost of uh, pet parenting. Uh, the second is utilization of technology in order to ensure that uh, we can preempt uh, you know uh, certain purchase decisions and also make the pet parent aware um, you know about uh, certain medical issues or certain uh, uh, dietary issues which their pet may or may not face in the future. So use technology more robustly. And the third part for us is, How do we keep on uh, building around the information bit, which is uh, creating this community, which becomes a virtuous cycle, which self-educates, and overall takes up the the, the quality and the standard of pet parenting in India. Uh, That's important because if pet parents in India were to flip the label and read the, uh, the components written in a lot of foods, uh, and were aware about that, I'm sure 30% of the brands would have to shut shop in India. So, you know, that's what that's the kind of education you want to get done in India so that uh, it is, um, you know, we have products which are safe and which are good for pets.
1: So, taking off from there, uh, I take off the favorite word because we all have to take off continue, continuously having only a, a, a virtual presence vis a vis having an elaborate you know pet pet store wherein talk about experiences so where do you see the millennials parents actually want is it is it convenience or is it or is or is it more than convenience
0: um I think British it's a mixture of both I'll be honest because uh, it's a big market and I think it's, it's a category behavior. So for example, in staples, such as food and treats, um, the likelihood of, uh, a store being vital, slightly low, because you know, you could pick up your food, uh, from an e-commerce channel and, uh, you actually do not get a value add at the store until unless there is some source of information, which has been given to you, such as, you know, which uh, which improves something, which is like a feeding guideline, or you know, how do you uh, change the food? How quickly, supposing you're trans, you're transitioning from one food to another, and there's someone to advise you. Uh, unfortunately, retail in India does not have that level of expertise. So, for a food uh, bit, I really don't think stores um, are, are are key or are a differentiator. But probably I'll I'll tend to agree in the case of accessories. That uh, sometimes people like to look at the color, like look at the look and feel. So probably in the case of accessories, uh, stores would continue to be important uh, because uh, you know people like to look and feel the product. It's it's very similar to uh, um, you know fashion as a category because I would say accessories would mirror more of fashion as a category. So that's where I look at the stores being important. Uh, I think what's what's going to drive it is convenience at the end of the day. So, you know, if you can, uh, you know, service the pet parent, um, you know, within the day or let's say within a couple of days or in certain cases, a hyper-local model, uh, that would be the go for it because convenience, pricing, information all go hand in hand.
1: For building all of pets, it cannot be a one-man show how do you you know get the talent or retain talent how do you excite them keep them motivated you know that's that's the the toughest and the easiest part both they come hand in hand so how do you do that
0: uh, i think it's important uh, to be i think it's very important as a business leader to be transparent <laughs> and that's that's the most important thing that you know um, i have at least learned uh, whether it was my gig in uh, pepsico where i had a team reporting to me or whether it's been pet sutra uh, is you've got to be transparent with people who report to you you've got to tell them uh of you know what uh is happening in the market uh what the trends are you need to keep them informed uh, you need to continuously you know work on what their future goals are so i think the way i work is uh um, I have a roadmap for all my team in terms of where I want to see them five years from now. And irrespective of what we are doing in business, uh, those road, that roadmap is also a personal roadmap. And if you have a shared vision, a shared journey, um, I think uh, that's when people are automatically motivated. So it just can't be that, you know I tell them this is Ed Sutra's journey, now be a part of it. I need to know their vision and their journey for their personal life as well. And I work in a very, very, um, you know, um, in that sense, I would say uh, I'm very, very closely connected with their objectives and where they want to reach in life. Um, the other thing is, it's extremely important that people sh- who working in the team should believe in the category. And they should believe in pets. They should believe in pet parenting. Uh, else, you know, just having I mean, it's, it's, it's similar to say that, you know, it could be any other e-commerce category, but no, it's not any other e-commerce category. It is a very nuanced category which has an emotion and folks working in this category um, should believe that whatever they're doing, they're doing it for a positive change. So if there's someone at Petsutra who does not believe nutrition is an issue, um, well, uh, that's, that's, you know, something that would not uh, resonate too well. And I'm sure, uh, you know, um, going forward, the the person would not feel motivated enough that he or she is making a positive change in the whole ecosystem and landscape. Um, The rest is, uh, I'm much older to the rest of the team. So it's also fun coaching them from my past experiences, Uh, but going back to everything, it's all about being transparent. If you can tell them that, you know, guys, this is where I've made a mistake let's look at how we can improve it. Or you tell them that, you know, this is where we've all made a very good success. Uh, That's, I think, how teams are built. So owning a
1: pet or having owned a
0: pet or future owning a pet in mandatory condition to be a part of the pet. Absolutely. Empathy, And more importantly than that, it's also empathy towards animals and being a good human being also. Because, um, um, you know, it's not always about, um, you know, making uh, big bucks or having a huge iq of 140 Uh, the eq is extremely important as well and the pet eq is extremely important for everybody in pet sutra
1: fantastic so it actually resonates with the you have to be you have to love your love pets so when you talk about pets today you know one of the things which you see so if you can categorize pets into you know various categories like dogs or cats or birds or fish or hamsters and then take them into geographies so if you can just talk about that that would
0: help yeah so it's an interesting one so um so going back you know a few years uh let's say about 100 years ago um you know pets were not a part of the family in india because traditionally our our indian breeds are more of hounds uh which are used for you know uh, for hunting for guarding and uh, uh, so that's that's one of the reasons why it was with the the the, the military and the police services which introduces which introduced pets uh, you know to india i would say as a category and uh, you would see the evolution has been very very interesting so uh, towards the uh, towards the early part of the 1940s it's, we had a lot of basset hounds we had beagles in India because they were British dogs then we had the Indians going and fighting in the world war and uh, everybody fell in love with the German shepherds so the Indian military soldiers who were returning back brought German shepherds uh, then you had dobermans which were very popular um, and then you know the evolution kept on happening and we came down to, you know, uh, the Pomeran, which was made extremely popular in Salman's and Madhuri's movie. And uh, then the Pug, which came and became really, really famous because of the the Hutch Vodafone ad. So we've also seen a mix of breeds changing in India. Um, but now currently the trend that I'm seeing, Rajesh, is uh, it's, the, it's the resurgence of small breeds. And this is predominantly due to the fact that... Uh, Uh, You know, the houses are getting smaller. You're living in flats. Small breeds are slightly low maintenance in terms of, uh, you know, the the requirement that they have. Uh, But still, the the pan-India favorite when it comes to dogs is uh, the Labrador and uh, the Retriever, the Golden Retriever, followed by German Shepherds. But uh, we've seen a huge number of adoptions um, happening in the case of... uh, uh, you know, shih tzus and beagles, but what's heartening to see is, uh, you know, the modern pet parent is now not making a differentiation between an Indi, uh, because, you know, about 20 years ago, uh, Indies were not adopted that, uh, you know, eagerly, but now uh, I think that's changing also, which is very good for uh, the local indigenous population of dogs in India. Uh, and uh, that is very heartening because if we look at the customer profile mix also now in Pet Sutra, um, while you know the usual suspects are the Labradors, GSds, and Retrievers, uh, the good thing is close to about 10% of the customers now have Indies, which is something we appreciate because uh, you don't just need to go and shop for a breed always; you can also adopt. And uh, we really appreciate people who do uh, stuff around that. In terms of large breeds, large breeds are more predominant towards Punjab, Haryana, Delhi, uh, where, you know, you have slightly bigger houses. When you go towards Mumbai and Bangalore, you'll probably have in other metro cities, slightly smaller breeds and dogs. Uh, When it comes towards moving towards Peninsular India, Mumbai and Bangalore, especially Mumbai, is the hub for cats. You'll have a lot of cats in Mumbai. And uh, that's that's intrinsically also because, uh, um, you know, it's a more cosmopolitan area where cats have been prevalent the parsi community has taken care of cats for a long period of time so um, as we go towards south we keep on seeing uh, a difference in terms of the uh, you know breeds fishes are very big as a category and they're very big towards tamil nadu towards kerala towards west bengal and the interesting thing is fishes as a category is also getting a lot of philip because of vastu so a lot of people uh, keeping aquariums at their places because, uh, you know, according to Vastu, uh, that probably gives them a good, it's a good omen or a good sign. And the same is, you know, uh, that, that's a very interesting insight we got over the last three years. Um, hamsters, guinea pigs are again, seeing a lot of popularity towards uh, Bangalore and towards down south. And uh, so uh, I believe the the, the diversity impact population, uh, in terms of breeds, is very high in Bangladesh, and uh, that's an interesting trend that we are seeing. And obviously, as I said, small breeds, uh, Shih Tzus, Beagles, are the most popular breeds right now in terms of adoption.
1: In, in twenty twenty, you know, you 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 had written a of white paper which talks about multiple waves: wave one, wave two, wave three, and I'm pretty sure. You know, Everyone in the pet industry, be it an investor or a fund house or a VC or a PE or even a layman, would have ladies his hands upon it. And what made you write like that?
0: Oh, it was just it was just you know like whatever information we have curated, you know, uh, uh, we could help people understand the category better. Uh, Because one of the things, uh, Bridesh, you know, we've discussed before also, you know, a lot of people don't really understand the category uh, because uh, it is really nuanced. uh, You know, the needs of a German shepherd are absolutely different from the needs of a beagle. And uh, what prompted me to write that was to, you know, clearly demarcate that there are two opportunities in India. One is the blue ocean opportunity, which nobody has tapped into, and uh, Um, which is the India-centric innovation, which needs to be driven. And the second part is the enormous size of the market, which, you know, people do not understand. Uh, And uh, yeah, that was the predominant reason for me that, you know, people should start understanding that this category has untapped potential. And uh, the reason why, um, you know, uh, it is going to be, you know, a sunrise industry for the next maybe decade or two, I say, where with heavy, uh, you know, with high rates of growth is because uh, the untapped opportunity is so much. And, um, you know, people would have their own numbers, but I think even the pet food category is going to triple in the next four years. Uh, And uh, we'll probably, you know, have a discussion around this in 2025. And uh, I think I might be proven wrong where it might actually become four times. But that's the way it is. I think, uh, you know, and I believe if we can inform people about this category, that how exciting it is, it is going to bring more entrepreneurs, more investors, and more uh, like minded people into the ecosystem.
1: So, we have touched upon uh, uh, the whole cycle of pet space, talked about their food, their nutrition, their well being. how pet sutra has been there in the space you know how competition is coming up and how are the differentiator which you know pet sutra offers and pet sutra is there so from now onwards you know where do you think or where you uh, in the pet space and pet sutra in particular is going into so you need a lot of money and uh, as investments but the same point of time money does not take care of everything you also need need you know to understand and appreciate what the customer finally wants. So how are how is Pet Sutra you know being geared up you know for all of for all of this both known and unknown?
0: So Rajesh, it's like uh, whatever ideas or hypothesis we have, we've have collected it over um you know over the last three to four years, as well as from our own experiences as pet parents. Um, so Um, You know, ideas are not enough, it's important to execute them well. And uh, once we have the POCs in place for our various, uh, you know, for various ideas, various hypotheses, uh, obviously we need capital at that stage to, you know, become really big and, uh, you know, disrupt the market. Mm -hmm. Uh, Having said that, uh, you know, I would be foolish to say that it's going to be a market which uh, would be catered by only one person, or you know, one organization, or a couple of organizations, because I said, you know, as I said in the last question which you asked, uh, that the market opportunity is humongous. So uh, it's not a winner takes it all market. It's not a market in which two or three people are going to survive. Uh, it's a market in which, uh, you know. I think the companies which are going to do well are the ones that really understand pet parents and really understand pets well, and understand the customer and consumer insights. Um, I think that is where our insight collection, or you know, uh, is something that we will keep on working on. Uh, you do not need to be a Goliath to win, uh, because generally it is David which wins. So you know, what you need is the right execution. Um, and uh, we'll continue to work on that. And, uh, uh, you know, the important thing is, uh, you know, how do we uh, crystallize all these insights that we get, quickly execute them, and quickly see whether we can make that change in pet parenting behavior in India and be a positive part of it.
1: Any closing thoughts you have? It could be on on the pet space, on your entrepreneurial journey,
0: on your team, you know, on your... I could speak for about an hour on that, but uh, I think, you know, since it's closing thoughts, I think I've been blessed in the sense of uh, having, uh, you know, the right set of uh, people around me, be it my team, which has trusted me, be it my investors, uh, which, you know, have stood firmly by me, irrespective of... uh, you know, whatever's happening around. And uh, mm, obviously, I mean, you know, I think uh, uh, this is probably the best time now to be in this industry. And uh, I think uh, we're very upbeat about what's going to happen in the next 12 to 24 months. And uh, the good thing is that, uh, you know, uh, the team is really geared up. And uh, if you have a solid team behind you and, uh, you know, investors who are supporting you throughout uh, I think it's just about getting the right execution in place so my you know I think I'm in a very good spot right now in terms of that Uh, let's see how it spans out in the next 12 months and uh, um, you know the better we execute the better we take care of the pets and pet parents I think we will reap the dividends in the long run because it's just about doing the same thing uh, you know, day in and day out, because as they say, Rome was not built in a day, but the bricks were laid every single day. So we are laying the bricks.
1: No, you bet. You know, and you bet, you know, Rome was not built in a day. So thanks, Amul, thank, you know, for your time and sharing thank you. sharing with us all about, you know, your information, your knowledge on the pet space, your Way forward, how we are creating a buzz all around. So once again, thanks, Amul, for, for
0: thank you, Pradeep. Have a great have a great day. Bye. Bye. So that was Abul
1: Sharma, you know, sharing on Ozono Bites, you know, his thoughts, his ways, his methods, and also encouraging all pet parents, you know, to be a part of the story which Pet Sutra is building in modern India. Thanks.
0: Thanks for tuning in. For more Oxano Bytes episodes, you can head to www.oxano.in slash blogs. You can also follow us on Twitter, LinkedIn and YouTube for more updates and insights.